We are live. I mean, not really live, but it's recording. You ready? Yeah. All right, cool. Hi, guys. Welcome to the Beanstalk Podcast, where we talk about everything travel. Sharing first-hand travel advice and getting to the bottom of real-life experiences in the hopes to inspire you to get out there yourself. Where, where are we at right now? We are in the Note Coffee Cafe, um, Central Hanoi, Vietnam, mm-hmm. which is kind of overlooking uh, the main lake. Yeah. And there is some sort of... not commotion, but I would say, like, activities going on down the road. It's Saturday. Yeah. Um, 11.30 in the morning. There's some loud... It's pretty drizzly out. ...bass going on that I can hear. There are, uh, booths and stuff set up, and... It's, like, music going, and people Mm -hmm. setting up more stuff. Yeah. I don't know if it's, like, a market, or, uh... Yeah, I can't really tell. Yeah. But uh, what is, I guess, noticeably different about this cafe than most of the other cafes around? It's covered in sticky notes. Yes. Completely covered. Yeah. Like, to the point of, like, mm-hmm. sticky notes are hanging off of sticky notes that are hanging off of sticky notes. Yeah. And there's little quotes and sayings from people all over the world, little drawings. Do you want to read a couple? Um... This one says, never stop exploring, move forward. One says, drive fast, eat ass. And it looks like someone else commented, dude, you have life figured out. Mm. There's a lot of fortune cookie-like, you know, quotes or... I like this one. It says, travel is not... Happy travel. No. No. Is yeah. it? Oh, it is. Happy travel is not reward for working. No. <laughs> That's not it. You're reading two together. Because <laughs> it would be happy travel is not reward for working. Place it's Places. education. No, it's not. <laughs> Combining two. It looks it's like it's this. just two stuck together, but one. Yeah, it kind of looks like they go together, but they they don't. No, so I'm gonna read quote. the one. I know. That's why I wanted to read it. So it says, "Travel is not reward for working. It's education education for living." Whitney is a good reader. I, hey, shut the <laughs> fuck up. My tooth makes it kind of hard to say certain things. So I said, "It's education for living." And that's an Anthony Bourdain quote. Um, So, yeah, just tons of stuff to look at. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. We're, like, in this cozy little nook. It's almost like a windowsill that has bars on it. And, uh, yeah, it just overlooks the street. Yeah, we're two floors up, so we're overlooking the street, too. It's not... Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but um, what would you say has been your favorite part of being in Hanoi, Vietnam so far? Favorite part? Yeah. Um, that's a hard one. I don't know. I want to say just to be in this country, I think. 
Yeah. Um, I was really excited to come back to Vietnam um, as it's just one of my favorite countries. Has it kind of lived up to that reputation that you gave it from last time? So far, but we're also in a big city. True. But um, we're kind of stuck at the moment. <laughs> I wouldn't say stuck. I think we're just um, we are kind of involuntarily stationary because you have to do multiple dentist visits yeah. here. Mm-hmm. So we're just kind of hanging and waiting. Yep. I have my second dentist visit today, which I am currently in the process of having a root canal on one of my front teeth. Um, and I found out last time that two of my teeth are two cracked. Two of your other teeth. Yeah, two of my other teeth are cracked. So, so three of my front teeth are affected. And From what? From our motorcycle accident and that was yeah kind of a bummer so i think did we talk about that yet the motorcycle accident yeah yeah totally okay. the last podcast was about that oh right um, the road rash and, and so yeah i think that after that it kind of put me in a funk <laughs> to be honest because uh, we were in one of our favorite places um we were really looking forward to having motorbikes and exploring mm-hmm but we got we, in an accident on the first day. And we couldn't do much, so it was kind of a bummer. And so I think that, uh, yeah, I just kind of slumped into a bit of a depression and binge-watched all of Mad Men. And, yeah. But uh, I think traveling to Hanoi has kind of lifted me out of it a little bit and because we're actively, you know, getting my teeth worked on, so we're trying to... Uh, Trying to bounce back. <laughs> trying to bounce basically. back, yeah. But yeah, so I think that my favorite part about being over here is just uh, experiencing a different culture again. Or I guess revisiting, you know, a culture that I really did like before. And yeah, just kind of exploring new places, getting to know the city a bit more. Uh, really, you know... I don't know. I think we're really going to be able to say that we experienced this city. <laughs> Cause we're, this city? Yeah. Definitely. Because we're here for a while. So. Yeah, we've already uh, explored quite a bit. And we had before last time we were here as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we definitely have more time. I'm curious what they're going to say today at the dentist as far as how, you know, long how much gonna take. longer it's going to take to get everything squared away with your grill. Yeah. Um, and basically, uh, hopefully find out how much longer we're going to be here, because I don't really know. Yeah. Um, the last, you know, we knew was just that your next visit was going to be today. Mm-hmm. Which was five days since the first visit? I think so. Four or five four days. Four or five days? Yeah. But um, I was going to mention that I just really like the streets here. Why? explain they're lively they're just so they're there's so loud. much happening they're it's like you cannot walk on the sidewalks pretty much anywhere because they're covered they're covered in motorbikes, motorbikes. they're th- or the people's food carts or 
or restaurants or seating or just anything. Yeah. It's like the sidewalks are used for anything but walking, it feels like. So you're walking in the streets and there's a lot of traffic everywhere. So literally like you're just getting whizzed by on uh, motorbikes and cars and the little uh, um, rickshaws. Rick, rickshaws, women carrying the little like scale holding fruit and the scale it's like a scale like they rest it on their shoulder i don't know what to call them but like the justice scale with the the woman that's holding yeah yeah i know what you mean so they have like fruits or i saw one lady with it like stacked so high with bras and you know it's just like anything really like herbs and there's yeah tons of stuff so much for sale one lady actually kind of cornered me with her thing one night and just put it on my shoulder um, and kind of made Carl take a photo, <laughs> which I was okay with. I've always kind of wondered how heavy they are. And hers wasn't, like, entirely loaded with fruit, but that thing was heavy. Like, it was... My sh- shoulder kind of started hurting after, like, maybe 20, 30 seconds. And she, like, was like, oh, yeah. I was like, you're strong. And she's like, oh, yeah, touch my shoulder. And I touched her shoulder, and it was literally like a brick. (laughs) It was so hard. Yeah. Um, And then she kind of conned me into buying her fruit, which was like, oh, okay. You've already, like, held her thing. (laughs) Yeah. Taken a photo. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll buy your fruit. You owe me something. Yeah. But, uh... I didn't see that coming. No, I totally did. But it was only, like, a couple dollars, so who cares? But, yeah, I don't know. There's, uh... Definitely a certain uniqueness to this city that I really enjoy and I like. Yeah, the air is total shit. Yeah, it's kind of. I've kind of had a sore throat the last couple days. Yeah. Um, it might clear up a little bit with the rain. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully it does. Um, you've had a lot of good coffees. Yeah, that's the thing about Vietnam. They Mm -hmm. definitely are into coffee. Yep. And there's been tons of pho. We've eaten a lot of pho. It's been a few days, but yeah. Just because I was kind of getting like, oh, okay, all I can eat is pho because of my mouth. So, yeah, that was that was one thing we had yeah. to deal with. Or I've had to deal with. Because I know that they're big with bon mi sandwiches, but that's like a baguette. And I can't really bite into a big baguette with my tooth but um oh we kind of had a wild night the other night did we yeah we did you want to talk about it (laughs) so i had met a guy i think he's originally from south korea but he lives in tokyo Mm -hmm. um but i met him at our hostel and then he switched hostels because he was just trying out a couple of different kinds. But he invited us out to go to a restaurant slash bar where he had kind of gathered a group of friends and other people he had met to watch the football match or soccer. Um, yeah, there was uh, maybe four Vietnamese people. There was a guy from Seattle of, I think, Vietnamese and Chinese descent. And mm-hmm. I think he was here kind of you know, retracing his roots. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so it was Vietnam versus the Philippines. That was the football match we were watching. Didn't I explain that? I don't know. You might have. I was kind of oh. getting distracted. <laughs> okay. Uh, but they were playing each <laughs> other. Just wanted at, to clarify. At the stadium here in Hanoi. Yeah. And it was 80 minutes and nothing had happened. It was still 0-0. Literally nothing. And then in the last 10 minutes, uh, Vietnam had scored two goals. Mm -hmm. And the Philippines scored one goal, which... Yeah. If you can add, that means uh, Vietnam won, which... Mm -hmm. I had asked one of the the gals that's originally from here in Hanoi. I was like, what happens if uh, Vietnam wins? Does Hanoi go crazy? And she was like, yeah, it goes crazy. And so, which I'd imagine it would in a city of over 8 million people. Yeah. I remember watching the Copa de Real in Barcelona when it was Barcelona versus Madrid and Barcelona won. And yeah, it was just mayhem in the streets. I was looking forward to hopefully Vietnam winning and having something similar, which they did win. And yeah, it was just seconds after you could hear all the people blaring horns outside and Mm -hmm. screaming um, everyone took to the streets they had big vietnamese flags and ribbons and banners and there was like glitter and confetti all over and people riding on motorbikes blaring horns chanting cheering Mm -hmm. uh yeah again like waving flags and just going crazy celebrating yeah one of the gals that we were with ling she really wanted us to like rent motorbikes and go riding with them because apparently it's like a big thing to you know get on your motorbike and ride and that's kind of the celebration part. Go around in a in a certain circle or a loop and just ride around and honk and Mm -hmm. yeah it's just uh, a way of celebrating and one of the things they do but. And I don't think we were really quite I didn't want to rent a motorbike. Yeah I don't think so. I mean the the streets are crazy enough as it is and just when everyone it was so packed packed yeah. with people i oh. mean just crossing the street was yeah. difficult yeah. and the last thing i wanted to do was run a motorbike and you know yeah. join the the mayhem and so i told her i was like we just got in a motorbike accident i don't know if we feel comfortable doing that and so she was like oh okay and so we just kind of walked down the streets and then we found a big kind of square or roundabout area that has you know it was all kind of blocked off, so yeah, there were no motorbikes Yeah, it was a, one of the busiest intersections, yeah. but it was all blocked off, so people couldn't bring their motorbikes in. But so it was just packed with people. Yeah. And people were just chanting and screaming and, like, blowing their horns. and. They had music going. and Yeah. It was, like, the same tune each time that came on, and it was, like... Just, like, kind of like electro beat like a, music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it would go on, and then everybody would be like, yeah, and then it would, like, kind of fade so away. Loud. And then it would come back on, and everybody would be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there would be, like, a lull of no music, yeah. and then the same, you know. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, it would just be was. the same thing, but it was, like, the drop, you know, like, the mm-hmm. song ended. But then it came back on, and people started cheering again, <laughs> like it was a, a brand-new song or, like. Oh, the music's back, and they would yeah. just start cheering yeah. super loud again. And then there were, like, little kids out there that had, like, their banners and stuff, and I don't know. Oh, yeah, it was families really, were out. It was cute and, and really cool. People were taking videos. You know, I would definitely got grouped into people's personal videos, cheering, and <laughs> yeah. then they'd say thank you. Yeah. And yeah, everyone's just having a good time. 
And we were chanting, what was it that we were chanting? Vietnam Vodi, or Bodhi or something. I thought it was Vietnam Vodique. I, I don't know. I couldn't you know, hear. Well, it, was it so translates loud. to Vietnam is champion. It's a champion, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. It was funny because I was watching in the crowd, there was kind of like a center. Mm-hmm. Of where everyone was kind of around that's where like the speaker were and mm-hmm. was and I could see people up on something that maybe they were standing on the speaker I, I couldn't see but they were definitely like a level up and you could see their mouth chanting that and they were maybe I don't know 15 feet away mm-hmm. and I could not hear the sound coming out of their mouth oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's how loud it was. Like yeah. they were that close, and I could see them visually yelling yeah. and chanting, but I couldn't hear it. Well, I, I could, could just, just hear like this small. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, it was just, it was so loud. Yeah. Um, there were people that had fireworks, or like kind of big sparklers. They were like really big. As sparklers. soon as they went off, it was a. Uh, I want to say the police would, like, rush them in a matter of seconds. And you'd see them just barrel through the crowd and just take this person down mm-hmm. and stomp out their firework thing. And I remember there was, at one point, a guy that had gotten up on, you know, something that he was, you know, two people tall. And he had two sparklers. He was kind of, like, dancing at first. And then he lit these two sparklers that had, like, strings attached to them. So he was swinging around like poi. Yeah. And, yeah, he definitely got... Yeah, they were on it, though, man. The police... If you had a sparkler going in the crowd, they they were... They were going to take you out. And it's like they knew it was going to happen, but they did it anyway. Yeah, totally. It's kind of funny. Yeah. It's starting to rain now. Yeah, it's it's definitely... Today's been the... Coldest I guess day, it was a bit cooler sure. yesterday, but today's Not like I got cold. a long sleeve on and you yeah. got pants on. Mm-hmm. I so, think yeah. it's a high of 60 degrees Fahrenheit today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it dropped pretty significantly uh, yesterday. Yeah. From the day before, we were like every time we would go out, we would be sweating and it was really humid oh, yeah. and muggy. With like 98% humidity. Yeah. So, so it was. Pretty this sweaty is a and gross. Pretty welcome change, I would say. Yeah, it is raining right now. Though. Yeah, it is. Mhm. But, um, what's been like your favorite food since we've been here? Um, so far, I'd have to. S- I don't know. We went to one of our, or I don't know, one of my favorite restaurants. Uh, it's an Indian place called Namaste Hanoi. Oh yeah, that was plate. That was uh, good. It was really good Indian food. It's a bit more expensive, but it's super good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a really good fusion blend or mix of northern and southern Indian dishes. But I just, I really like the pho. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't know, it's really good when you get a bowl and it just tastes really good, but then you can definitely spice it and customize it to your liking. Yeah. As far as with, um, you know, like limes, uh they usually have a hot sauce, like a house hot sauce. It's all a little different. Mm-hmm. So you can make it as spicy as you like. Yeah. I haven't had any, like, outstanding banh mi sandwiches, which is also another common mm, Vietnamese yeah. I haven't meal. been able to eat them, so I don't know. Yeah, which is why we haven't been going to many banh mi places. <laughs> yeah. 
I really loved the fruit, like, smoothies, uh, which I think we were getting quite a bit of in Thailand as well. But yeah, just like the fresh, loads of fresh fruit everywhere, and uh, tons of smoothies or juices, and so everything's really uh, just fresh and delicious. And I think I've liked uh, just kind of trying the street foods. There's been quite a few different like kinds that we've been able to try. You know, like there's these uh, fresh spring rolls. That are really yeah. good, and they're like kind of wrapped in this soft rice paper. I want to say those are like fakwan. Really fakwan. Yeah. Because it looks like. It sounds like it's, we're saying a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like it's spelled like pho, but then they add a c u o n at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how it's pronounced, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really common, and like traditional Vietnamese. Yeah. What's been, what's been one thing since we've been back here that you forgot about, but that you didn't really miss? Um, how pushy a lot of the people are. No, I mean, I don't mean like physically, but yeah. as far as the, trying to sell you the people stuff. trying to sell you their fruit or and I um, really think the little shops that just try to sell you, whether it's their clothes or whatever or the ladies that walk around with the deep fried bananas or I want to uh, say little it's donut re- balls I want to say it's really just like kind of particular to this old town part though like I well that's re- where we've been the whole time no I know I'm just saying that that's what I remember is like it's not that way outside of the big cities and like even not that way outside of like the main central parts of the big cities like yeah we can, I know but I thought yeah. you meant like what was different than what you remember for where we're at now then yeah i'm just merely stating the fact that it's not that way outside of the main parts no. that's, it. that's all i was trying to get across like it's not part of all the of whole vietnam yeah just so people know but yeah i would agree with you that that's kind of the one thing that i kind of forgot about but have uh yeah i i realized that Maybe, like, just a day in, maybe hours in, just walking around being like, oh, yeah. Or the guys there are a lot of people that come up to you and want to Drive the rickshaws. And they, like, wave you over, like, hey, hello, where are you going? And you're like, no, I don't want it. And they're like, hey, hello, hello. And you're like, dude, I just, <laughs> yeah. I don't know, you know, it just gets down to you just ignore them. Because they're and just going to keep trying. Yeah. I don't like ignoring them because it's no, like that's like a... An asshole. They're a person, so I, like, sometimes I'll just say no, and I'll look them in the eyes and give them a smile, you know, and sometimes, like, I'll get the smile back, and then they'll just be like, oh, okay, they don't want something, and then I can keep going, but then there are, like, other times where if you do that, they will not leave you alone, and you're like, oh, crap. (laughs) You know? I mean, at that point, it's, you know, whatever. I just also do the one firm no and smile, and then if they Mm -hmm. keep trying, I just, then at that point, I ignore them. Yeah. Like, I already already told you. Yeah, because when when you walk down the street, and it's like, literally, you can't go a block without having maybe six to ten people do that to you, it, it gets a little old. Yeah. But... And I, I mean, it's just them singling you out because you look foreign and you're a tourist you are. and you have money. And so it's like, okay, I get why they're coming over. But the um, hard part is when 
you get to a corner and you're trying to cross the street but you have to wait a minute and they're mm-hmm. like a foot in front of you yeah and they're just and you're kind of like waiting and stuck in front of them and then yeah. they keep hollering at you to mm-hmm. step into their rickshaw or whatever and yeah yeah it's like no no <laughs> and then they keep trying they're basically you know in, right in front of you and yeah it's just awkward and you're just like yeah oh, it is it. a little weird trying to cross the street what about the traffic how have you felt about that coming back it's crazy um (laughs) yeah i remember being in thailand and thinking how you know busy the traffic is Mm -hmm. which it is but comparatively it's it's nothing like vietnam no um it's just non-stop just honking all the time although it's it is very quiet here because they had it blocked off like they have streets it's blocked blocked off plus it's raining yeah but Um, i mean if you were to go like a few blocks that way it'd probably be just as crazy yeah yeah, there's definitely certain streets that are just non-stop traffic. Because all the streets are very small. I would say that they're maybe two-lane streets, but they have either cars parked on either side or, like, kind of, you know, the sidewalks are pouring over into the streets a little bit. Pretty much it's just, like, a one-lane street that has tons of motorbikes and cars driving in every which direction. And you kind of have to just, like start walking in good faith that you won't get hit and that people will just kind of drive around you and i mean you have to look both ways multiple times yeah, like your head just goes back and forth and you're like oh my god where's everything go, coming from you know the wrong way especially oh, yeah. if you know if they were to follow the you know quote traffic laws and get to one area they would have to go around the whole block yeah or they could just go the wrong way for you know 30 feet and take mm-hmm. a left and then they're fine which they do all the time so it's not necessarily that they stick to the lane that they should be in they could no. be coming from any direction and traffic lights are kind of merely just suggestions because i mean you see people running red lights all the time yeah they just go for it yeah and so like even i saw a t-shirt yesterday when we were walking um that said it had like a little picture of a street sign and in the or a street light and on the green it said i can go in the yellow it said i can go and in the red it said i can still go (laughs) so it's like oh okay so they don't really pay attention to the street lights all that much it's kind of loosely enforced Huh? It's not really enforced, like I would No, say. I mean, you don't see... People yeah. don't get tickets for that. No. But it's kind of loosely um, followed. Yeah. I really do like the... Uh, there's tons of art galleries also that you pass, and you know, really talented artists, I would say. A lot of them do the same stuff, but some have um, different or unique paintings. Mm-hmm. But clearly it's all, you know, they're not prints. No, they're all you can actual see paintings. the strokes, yeah. So it's like this, you know city is definitely filled with some talented artists yeah there's also another thing that i really uh like that i've noticed is that there are these little shops that have um it's like a stamp they're like these little stamp like wooden stamps that people carve and uh you can make them personalized with like some people do photographs of people's faces or like any sort of words or animals or whatever you want like Yeah, they can take a photo and basically turn it into a stencil-like stamp. Yeah, so it's like a wooden stamp that they, or a rubber stamp that, you know, they basically carve 
I guess it would have to be wood, not rubber. But um, they can carve someone's picture into it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like, pretty so cool. Like, so talented. Um, I think it'd be cool to get one of those, I think. I wonder how much they cost. I know, I wondered that, too. Um, that's also another thing, is that, like, this is a culture of bartering, for sure. Or not bartering, sorry. Uh, what would you say, haggle? That's bartering. No. Yeah, barter is when you, you know... I thought bartering's like trading goods, not... Well, yeah, money for food or clothing or whatever. Yeah, but... Uh, I don't know. Maybe it I is... I think haggle might be more appropriate, That's kind of what I was thinking, but I don't know if... Uh, yeah, so many shops have things that don't have a, you know, set or marked price. None, nothing has prices. So they're gonna, you know, <laughs> tell you some inflated price out the gates. It's yeah, you know, four times as much as what it should be or whatever. Yeah. So you, I guess it's like the rule of thumb is that when you go to a shop and you want something and it doesn't have a price on it, you always cut whatever that, whatever price they say in half usually. It's it's all relative. I don't know. Like yesterday, I was looking at a, a tank top, and asked how much, and the lady said it was eighty thousand dong, mm-hmm. which is less than three dollars. Or no, it's, no, it's like four. Yeah, it's close, close to, to four dollars. Yeah. And I asked if she'd take sixty, and she was just like, no. <laughs> well, like, yeah. It's de- oh, depends okay. on the place, and if they actually want to do it, or if it is set prices, they'll say nope, set prices. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you really like could food. go back and forth all day, and you know, to <laughs> come to a, an agreed yeah. price. But usually, what I'll do is I cut it in half, whatever they tell me, if they're you know down to haggle, and uh, then they'll usually say, you know, no, I'll do this price, and it's just maybe like a little bit less than what they had initially said. And then if you go, oh, okay, no, and you start to walk away, they'll be like, okay, okay, what what do you want? <laughs> or how, how low will you go? <laughs> or how high will you go? And so then you say, you know, okay, well, you go a little bit more than what you had said. And then, you know, you kind of come to an agreement that's, that's more of, like, the price that you'd pay. So always go into it, like, with a set price that you won't go yeah, higher Yeah, you almost than. have to, like, have a, yeah, yeah, your max limit in the back of your mind. Yeah. And if it's not met, it's so easy to just go to the next block and go yeah. to the next shop or even the one next door that has all the same shit. Mm-hmm. I've seen three stores in a row, like literally next to each other, that all yeah. have the same, you know, North Face, Under Armour, fucking any, you know, clothes, shirts, backpacks. backpacks yeah. Tons of stuff. Um, yeah, it's like three stores in a row that all and, have the same shit. And they all have different prices. So, yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's kind of like just shop if it doesn't work out, or you're, you, you know, she's quoting you over your max amount that you want to spend, you can definitely go to the next one and try. Mm-hmm. And I mean, sometimes they'll get a little upset or be just like, no, like Carl said. Yeah, they um, give this looker response like they're guilt tripping you into like you're fucking them over. Well, like, I mean, yeah. and the thing that I can respect is that. Like, our dollars go a lot further for them than for us, I think. So I would say that sometimes I just don't even, like, 
care. And I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. So it's like, it depends really, like, you know, the person, if they're willing or not, and how willing you are. <laughs> so it just, yeah, it's all situational. But, yeah. It's getting louder out there. It is getting a little bit louder. Like, there's some sort of bass or band or something going on. Is it, like, noon now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Noon o'clock. The festivities are kicking off. Um, we were walking down the street, what, yesterday? The day before yesterday, and we bumped into Charlotte again. Yeah. <laughs> Which was pretty weird. We were just walking down, and I seen this lady looking at scarves, and I was like, you got to be shitting me. That's Charlotte. We yeah. had no idea that she was still here. No. We had, you know, let alone just pass her on the street. In the street. The busy, her, crowded, you know, random encounter. Yeah. Which was. What are the odds? Yeah. So cool. Because I, I knew that they were coming over to Hanoi and then they were going to go somewhere else. And I knew that maybe they were going to come back here, but I didn't know for sure. Well, they didn't even know for sure. Yeah. So. And I knew that we were just going to be barely missing them once we got into Hanoi, that they were going to be leaving that day. So I think it had been, like, a few days since we had been here. Um, and I was meaning to, like, give her a shout-out, but I just kind of had been slacking on it. Um, and, yeah, the universe was like, hey, you're going to see her again before she leaves. So that was pretty cool. Because she's leaving for home here pretty soon. She what? She's going to be leaving uh, to go home here pretty soon. Yeah. So, She's yeah. got a couple more stops and then heading back for the holidays. That's some loud music. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that was cool. We just we actually came to this co- uh, coffee shop, The Note, and then um, went and got something to eat and kind of did a little bit of Christmas shopping for her yeah, family she was and getting stuff, a lot of souvenirs so. and gifts to bring back for the yeah. holidays, Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Other than that, I don't think it's been like super eventful. Just kind of a lot no, of just wandering, wandering the city. Shops. I've been trying to find a book, but. Um, wow, that's loud. <laughs> yeah, pretty loud. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, oddly, books are kind of expensive. Um, yeah. At least the new ones. I haven't found any used ones that I'd like to read. Yeah. Wow, that's getting really loud. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the new books I've noticed, uh, at least where I've seen, are almost the same prices. In the states. You know, back home, mm, as yeah. far as new books, where they're like eight to ten bucks. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that's. I'll keep waiting, looking. I don't know. There's some used or new books in the states that. Uh... They're expensive, like 20 bucks, you know? Like Yeah, but so I mean, as double. far as standard prices for Southeast Asian shit, oh, well, yeah. it's mm-hmm. a bit steep. Yeah. I'm like, oh, the price for this book could actually be, like, two nights accommodation somewhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Accommodation is cheap. Food isn't as cheap as Thailand. Oh. Jingle bells. People are singing jingle bells. It's December, y'all. <laughs> this is just a reminder that Christmas is coming up, which yeah. is kind of hard to think about, especially that there's not too much Christmas stuff. 
except maybe that there random are some places jingle that bells have like lights and trees yeah that's uh, true like just looking across the street i see a christmas tree all decorated out front of this hotel yeah i guess that's true it's i think it's to draw people in as well yeah, for tourists business mm-hmm. yeah so what else Volume can we talk about going up continually it is it's getting louder and louder pretty sure the microphones are at least being able to pick it up now yeah um my bladder is very full of liquids <laughs> and i my, have to I can't pee feel my ass and so I gotta pee. <laughs> so i think that we might have to cut this one a little short but um but that's basically the gist of everything Hanoi so far yeah and we're kind of just kind of sitting around waiting on the next move and figuring out what to do with my teeth getting your face fixed getting my, my grill all fixed up and uh yeah just experiencing hanoi in all its glory um if you have any questions about hanoi things that you have wondered about or um, vietnam or vietnam in general we can either uh, ask around and find out for you or maybe we have experienced it so we know um but yeah just give us a shout out holla at us holla 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 i'm gonna go pee somewhere <laughs> and wish us luck for the dentist visit today yeah That's wish me luck a few hours mm-hmm gonna go get some more oh. nerves pulled out of my front tooth yeah, hopefully hopefully not hopefully just we get some get good it news. done yeah cross your fingers all right y'all we love you thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you later yeah yep signing off all right beans out out <laughs> bye if you liked what you heard subscribe to our podcast If you feel inclined, leave us a comment or review, tell someone you know who might enjoy to have a listen, and feel free to share on your choice of social media. If you want to know more about us or see any photos of our travels, you can check out our website at trailofbeans.com. We also have a Facebook page where you can follow us on our upcoming adventures and get updates along the way, which can be found by searching at symbol The Bean Trail. If you'd like to support our travels and help ensure the continuation of this podcast, you can do so by contributing through our Patreon page. Just visit patreon.com and search for Beanstalk Travel Podcast. Each donation is greatly appreciated and gives you an inside look at a day in the life backpacking abroad. We'll be back next week. Same beans. Same pod.